First, I would like to recognize all of our veterans, Veterans Day on this last Thursday. I'd like to thank all of you for your sacrifice, for allowing us to live freely here in America. What a great gift all of you are to us. Thank you. Here we go. We approach the end of the year. The end of the year is not January 1st. The end of the year is the first week. Sorry, the beginning of the year is the first week of Advent. We're approaching the end of the year here. And what does the church do? The church gives us all these readings about the end times. That judgment, particular and general judgment, is going to happen. Right, Jesus talking about the tribulation, sun darkening, etc., etc., all the perils that we connect with the end times. But here's the issue. Here's the issue, right? Jesus is talking about, hey, read the signs of the times. When these things happen, there you go. Time is coming to an end. And then he ends the gospel, right, saying, uh, yeah, no one knows the day or the hour, just God the Father. <laughs> Great, that helps us out to know what's going on. Uh, right, how do we deal with that? How do we deal with this image of God as the judge and him as the merciful God. These great seeming contradictions, paradoxes, things that don't seem to make sense together. And so, I propose to you a few things for your thought this morning. First and foremost, the longer that I've uh, believed the more and more convinced I am that what Jesus says is actually true. He means it. He's not lying. And so, yes, judgment is coming. Yes, we'll have to stand in front of him and have to uh, answer for all that we've done and failed to do. That is, in fact, true. That will happen. But number two, right, the question that we have to answer is what does the voice of God sound like in your heart? What does he sound like in your heart? That's how we rectify these seeming contradictions. How do we hear him? How does he sound? How does he feel in us? What does he look like? Right, these questions are important because God sounds like someone to you. Maybe that's your father, maybe that's your mother, maybe that's your sibling, maybe that's your first boss, whoever it is. And sometimes that voice might sound what God actually sounds like. <laughs> but often enough, that voice is not what God sounds like. But from our own personal history, all sorts of things, right? We can hear that voice, and that voice can be condemning, discouraging, filled with doubt, hope, lacking hope, 
lacking peace. Right? Everyone, how we hear the Father, determines how we read, how we hear the word of God. How we hear the voice of God is going to determine whether you hear the gospel today as doom and gloom, bad things are going to happen, or this is the good news. This gospel is the good news. If we don't hear this as the good news, what's going on? What do we need? We need what is called a conversion of heart. Right? God is perfect. And so what he says, how he sounds, is always true. He's always going to be speaking in mercy, in peace, drawing us to himself. And so, the failure is not on God's part. It's on our part. And it might not even be our own failure. It's called original sin. It's called things happen to us. Right? And so, do we hear the voice of God as merciful, forgiving, filled with peace, encouraging, hope-filled. That's what God sounds like. I think a good litmus test for you is this simple example. When you get an email from someone, what does that voice sound like? Right, that's the problem with emails, text message. It all depends what your personal history is with that person. That's how that email is going to sound. One person might send, hey, get this job done, and you, that doesn't cause you worry. The next person says, hey, get the job done, and you get really scared. <laughs> how do you hear God's voice? How do you hear God's voice? That conversion of heart if we don't hear God's voice as primarily peaceful, merciful, all these things, that is exactly where I want you this morning. If that's where you're at, perfect, great. That's where we move ahead. Where, what is the next step? The next step, everyone, is to hear this answer of I don't hear Jesus is not like that for me. I don't hear Jesus in my heart like that. Hear that as a desire. Hear that as God saying, I want you to hear me as peaceful and merciful. You just don't experience it, right? That's always the trouble. We don't experience it. And so we need that conversion, the desire to say, Jesus, I want to hear you as merciful. Jesus, I want to hear you as peaceful. Jesus, I want to hear you as forgiving. That's what it's at the heart of being a Christian, 
is having faith. Is having the faith that our desire will be fulfilled. Our desire will be fulfilled. But that desire has to be given to God. We have to talk to Jesus about it, right? It's like desiring something from your spouse. Wow, I wish my spouse would do something different. I wish they would do this, that, be this way, that way. But not actually ever articulating that to them. Right? A desire never expressed. God wants us to express our desire to him. And if we express the desire to him in faith, he will answer it. He will give us what we desire. If we want to hear God as peaceful, merciful, encouraging, hope-filled, we simply ask him for that. Jesus, let me hear you as peaceful. Jesus, let me hear you as merciful. Jesus, give me faith to hear you. We have to ask him. We ask him, right, to fulfill our desires. And then he converts us. He changes us inside. We're talking about internal realities, everyone. We can't change internal realities with external things. You need an internal medicine. That's God. God, the divine physician, has to heal us internally. To end, what does the voice of God sound like? At judgment. What we're going for, I think, is this. To come to the realization that what God's voice sounds like when I stand before him and right now is like going to confession. Everyone is judged in confession. But hopefully what you hear is the merciful judging voice of Jesus Christ. The merciful, loving, compassionate judgment of Jesus Christ. That's what I believe we will hear at the end of time. That's what we'll hear. And that's what we ask God for today. We beg him to convert in us how we hear him, how we experience him, and to experience him anew every day.